Welcome back everyone to Send Dudes. Hope you're all well, strong and healthy. What I've got for you today is a complete package of metaverse. All your doubts, queries, questions, blind spots will be cleared by the end of this episode. And to help us achieve that level of understanding, we have Sasha as a guest today. An important disclaimer. I'm not an investment advisor. All opinions are mine and mine alone. There are risks involved in placing any investment, securities or cryptocurrencies or in anything mentioned in this conversation. None of the information presented today is intended to form the basis for any offer or recommendation or have any regards to investment objectives, financial situations or needs of any specific person that includes you. So everything you're about to hear is for information and entertainment purpose only. With that out of our way, enjoy the ultimate metaverse episode. Welcome to the show, Sasha. Thanks for coming here. Hey, what's going on, Ishmael? Appreciate it. I'm very happy to be here. I'm really excited to have you here. <laughs> yeah, man. Let's get the party started. Absolutely. So, for the viewers who are unaware of who you are, would you like to tell us something about yourself? Oh man. Um, yeah, sure. I'm, I'm so I'm Sasha. I'm a Belgian American guy. Um, born in Belgium, raised in California, moved back to Belgium a couple of years ago. Um, graduated from UCLA, studied political theory. Um, eventually, you know, after thinking I was going to be a diplomat and whatever, I ended up in a, in a career in translating and marketing, which of course, that's how life goes, right? Uh, and through translating and marketing, got uh, worked for like some crypto companies, you know, writing some stuff for them. And that's how I got like my first exposure to crypto and, and that kind of stuff. I'd also been fascinated by, you know, technology and futurism since 2007, 2008, uh, following the likes of uh, Ray Kurzweil and, and, and guys like that. And um, yeah, been in crypto since 2017 made an insane amount of mistakes like everyone else lost a lot of money at that point but was it was like an act, absolute crucial lesson for me and you know it's allowed me to now play my cards right you know what i mean in 2020 and 2021 so um yeah that's pretty much you know i i i now i recently launched a private community to help crypto uh new newbies or crypto newcomers so that's that's pretty much what I do, man. I, I do crypto stuff, and uh, yeah, I'm a very happy, very um, yeah, positive person in general, and uh, super pumped to be in here with you right now, man, and uh, talk about some metaverse stuff and and some future stuff. And there's no doubt about that. Even when I look at your profile picture, it's so positive. Your smile is very genuine. <laughs> yeah, bro. <laughs> People initially were like, because I had the first months on, on Twitter uh, when I started it, like seriously back in January, people were like, dude, you look kind of like douchey. You look like a douchebag. And I had like this, <laughs> this, this, this picture with like sun, sunglasses, right? And, and <laughs> it was a little more like cool, I guess, but it was rubbing people the wrong way, apparently. And I was like, wait, let me just turn it full, like around 100%. And that's why I took this picture just to make a point. Like, hey, man, I'm just like this happy you know, regular guy, don't worry. <laughs> For sure. So, well, the conversation that we had before hitting record, it was pretty lit. That's for sure. And uh, you mentioned that you've been into crypto since 2017. 
So, and also you're considered as the OG in the metaverse space on our Twitter space. I was actually connected to you via my friends, Lord Psycho and Viam Virtues. Right, so, right. Shout right. out to these guys. Yeah, man. Shout out to those boys, man. Those are the homies, the day one homies. And, you know, I, I love those guys. Man. Yeah. <laughs> they, 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 they are so real, real, real people. Okay, then. So let's, let's set up the foundation for this episode. So th- let me, let me give you a brief introduction. So this episode is going to be epic. It's going to be everything about metaverse, NFT, some, uh, some bits of DeFi, everything that comes along the way. So Sasha, how would you define mm. a metaverse? Man, honestly, like you just told me that right before we were jumping on and it's like, dude, do I, do, do I even have like a standard definition of the metaverse? And I really don't, but if I think about it really like off the top of the dome, it's, it's the metaverse is pretty much the movement from internet 2.0 in a centralized world to internet 3.0 in a decentralized world where we live or transfer our day-to-day activities from our regular physical lives to 3D virtual lives, 3D environments, right? Um, Through the power of computing, through the power of 5G, through the power of artificial intelligence, um, and the the, the technology that's coming out of VR and AR. You know, so virtual reality and augmented reality, right? So those, the convergence of all those things is how I define the metaverse, right? And uh, we get into like some more specifics, but I think that's as close as I can get to like a definition of of metaverse. So metaverse is inevitably where we are moving with this new generation of internet. So again, (laughs) 5G will will be playing a huge factor in this, that's for sure. Right. The computational stuff that we're trying to do in the metaverse, think of the rendering and stuff, is just not possible on 3G or 4G. So um, that's why 5G was so important. You know what I mean? Such a big step. I personally think that the hype around metaverse since these, uh, since this last month, I'd say, it's a bit overblown, <laughs> to be honest, mm-hmm. ever since that Facebook changed the name of the parent company to Meta. I think this has also raised a lot of skeptics around it. Including me, I've been really skeptical about Metaverse ever since Mark Zuckerberg has been, uh, has shown interest in it. Because, you know, (laughs) Facebook, the most centralized institution I'm aware of after Google. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You have to be skeptical for all. Like, and, and, and I try to leave emotion out of it, right? Because at the end of the day, yes, I like the Metaverse and yes, um, I understand there's there's going to be issues, right? For sure, right? So it doesn't really but it doesn't really matter what I feel personally because at the end of the day I'm trying to create like wealth for myself and for my family, for my community. Um, and I know that sounds very opportunistic, but like at the end of the day that's what I am. I come from nothing. I grew up with shit. Like I know it sounds like oh this guy's like from America, like he lived in the US. Bro, like we were poor, like pretty much always. And I'm still now like haunted by those, you know, those memories, right? So like you get, you have to understand where I'm coming from. I see this as the biggest transfer of wealth that any of us will ever, ever see or experience. So I'm coming at it from that perspective 
and, and I try to be unemotional about it, even though that's hard. So, you know, just for a little bit of context, when I say things, you, so you know, like, why I'm saying it that way sometimes, you know. Yeah, you've seen both the sides of the coin. You've been very poor and now you're doing pretty well. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, it's, it's, I'm nowhere near where like some of these other guys, the other gurus that I talk to now, like on Twitter, they, 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 they've made millions. I haven't made millions. I'm not a millionaire, bro. Like I'm just getting started. You know what I mean? I just needed that first, for example, 100K so I can set myself up in the next bear market. I can then spread around that 100K into mm -hmm. like asymmetric risks and asymmetric bets that will then pay off hopefully and make a couple of million, right? So I'm, I'm not trying to get rich by like, you know, December or January. I'm trying to get rich by 2024, 2025, you know what I mean? I mean, rich, rich, you know, rich is relative, right? But um, so that's that's just how I approach it, man. And as, as for your comment, you know, you just made a good point, like, you know, being being skeptical about Facebook and all that stuff, right? But you, we have to, and this is like, don't get it twisted. Like this is going to be a battle between them and us, right? It's going to be a battle yes. between the, the centralized world and the I decentralized world. They will have the billions and trillions of dollars. We have billions of dollars plus the community, plus our vision, you know what I mean? And I think um, that battle is going to get really ugly. Um, but we can piggyback off of their hype. We can piggyback off of their success and their audience because the good thing about Facebook and Google and everyone jumping on this is going to, it's kind of like the um, a stepping stone for most of these people. They'll get in, they'll see, oh man, this is cool. Oh wow, look at this. Look at this tech, blah, blah, blah. And as they climb the ladder of awareness and understanding, they'll then naturally start levitating towards superior products, meaning the decentralized products, the decentralized metaverses, right? To, because, you know, there, they're not selling your data. There, they're, you're actually, um, uh, you're, it's your property, not Facebook's property. There, you can, you know, get rid of your nine to five, you know what I mean? That kind of stuff. So um, that battle, man, is gonna happen and it's absolutely, it's absolutely right to be skeptical and even cynical and, and, you know, be like, oh man, this whole metaverse thing is kind of overblown. Yep. That's the way we should approach it. But without forgetting like the crazy opportunities it presents. Absolutely. Sure. Facebook's metaverse will be easy to use. It will look very neat and clean, but at the end it will be a living dystopia. Dystopia. Yeah. Because see, it's like, Centralized finance, the exchanges that we use, Binance and everything. So th these are these are CFI, centralized finance. This yep. will be Facebook's metaverse. What we are talking about is DeFi, decentralized finance, and it is not really easily accessible to everyone because there are some complications. You got to load up the wallet, you got to pay the gas fee. So there are some extra steps in it. But at the end of the day, DeFi is definitely more superior to CFI in every aspect. Absolutely, one hundred thousand percent agree bro and there's no i mean there's risk involved right and that's usually the argument i get from um skeptics and 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 cynics that don't believe or that believe but are too worried it's like oh the risk factor you're right but 
I mean, you have to zoom out at that point and understand that, dude, it's 2020, uh, 2021 right now. Like, do you understand like between 2020 and 2021, DeFi went from 10 billion total value, 10 billion yeah. to 200 billion. So that's almost a quarter trillion dollars in one in 12 months. Right. So under, like, understand yeah. that when we say these things about being skeptical and the risk of, of DeFi, it's like it's not even infancy. It's like a fetus right now, you know. So like let's let's <laughs> let's see where this goes in 2024 and 2025. Right. Like it's you're going to look back and say, oh, my God, how user unfriendly. You remember like bridging and swapping from like this project to yes. that side and then this exchange. And then yes. you remember doing that crazy stuff, Nishmi, like. Uh, Absolutely. And you're gonna be like, yeah, Sasha, like that—that was insane. Like, but that's that's the transactional cost of being early. That's a transactional cost of having more rewards at you know at play because the rewards will go down eventually. And having a shitty UX, a shitty user experience in 2021, is the cost of uh, yeah of taking that risk. But the risk is gonna go down as more people come in and more. The, uh, the shit UI is the cost of the crazy APY that you get from the protocol. Yes, yes. As simple as that, bro. So it, it, it's funny. It's funny that, um, but again, like I think I briefly uh, touched on it. Like if we place asymmetrical bets, so you don't go all, you don't ape into like one DeFi platform because you don't yeah. want like one 100% of your, Whatever little money that maybe you're playing with around playing with thousand bucks, you don't want to put your one thousand dollars in one platform because they it, it does happen. You could get rugged. It could be a scam, right? You don't want to do that. You want to like spread it around a little bit. Does that make life harder on you? Yes, absolutely. But just place asymmetrical bets. Like that's what I keep saying, man. That's the way forward. For sure. Okay, so moving on. So there are some broken links in the metaverse ecosystem that uh, newbies like me have. So, okay, let me let me tell you something. So I have zero experience about metaverse. I've been researching about metaverse since maybe past two days just to prepare for this podcast to not sound like an idiot. <laughs> oh, so, see, the only link that I had with, with metaverse was that the day Facebook launched, Facebook uh, announced that they'll be changing the parent company's name to Meta from Facebook. I bought yeah. Mana, Decentraland, and it went 5x. So this is the only link that I had with <laughs> metaverse so far. Congrats, bro. That's yeah, good. huge W. Good moves. <laughs> uh, yeah, dude, that's that. So we understand what is metaverse. You gave a good perspective on this. It's the 3D internet to some extent. So how does blockchain, crypto, NFTs, how do they get involved into this metaverse ecosystem? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, good question, bro. But also, before I get into that, and remind me of this again, like in two seconds, but before I like answer that question, let me maybe like people are listening and be like, Oh, I still don't really get it. So I try to like give an example. Maybe I already did that, but let me just do it again really quick. So think of the metaverse. You're going to have an avatar, right? That's that's think of what is it? What's that movie called? Ready player one. I think it's ready. Player yeah, one. yeah. 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 I was, I was going to touch on this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So ready player one, um, we'll get into a, a more later then, but, um, just imagine like you syncing up, boom, you get your avatar, you have a business meeting uh, in Jakarta or whatever, or in uh, New Delhi in let's say 30 minutes, 
are you going to fly halfway around the world if you're currently in, I don't know, Australia or, or, or New York? No. I mean, it doesn't make sense at all, right? So you're going to just jump into that avatar, your partner, your business partner, your meeting uh, that you're meeting is going to do the same thing. And you're going to sit there, shake hands. Um, it's going to feel real. It's going to look real. Um, and Facebook and Microsoft, and them, they're going to offer those first virtual realities, those first metaverses where this kind of stuff happens, right? Uh, another example is like, you could play a basketball game with your friends, even if you're not physically together, right? So you could just jump into like a game, jump in an avatar, uh, like the way we create our own FIFA player or our own NBA 2K player, you'll create your avatar and you know, you'll be a good three point shooter. Maybe you have a, you're a good dunker or good defender or whatever. And these are kind of just like applications to help you see where it's going. I mean, and you could say, oh man, that's too sci-fi. This is not going to happen, but it'll happen sooner than you think, right? Like within this decade, we'll see this stuff, right? It's just a matter of time at this point. So that was just, you know, the preface, like the, this question, because you asked, okay, blockchain, NFTs, and what was the other thing? Game, crypto. Gaming? Crypto, gaming, uh, blockchain, NFT, everything. Crypto, right. Yeah, so everything. So pretty much, bro, where everyone at this point is looking at NFTs, right? Or has heard about NFTs, whether it's good or bad, doesn't matter. Like I just checked this like two days ago or like yesterday. And I saw that on Google trends, meaning like how many people are Google searching this yeah. NFTs had just hit its all its yeah. The, NF, the, the keyword NFT just hit its all time high, which means like everyone in the world right now is like, what the fuck NFTs? Like, how do I go about this? What is it? So we think we oversimplify it and believe that it's, uh, oh man, it's just a cute little uh, character or a little a profile picture that you buy, right? But that's where, where we're so wrong. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it's so much more than that. We're step, we're step one right now of the NFTization, if you will, like the, the tokenization, right? Of society, of world, of humanity, right? Everything is gonna to be tokenized. And these profile picture projects are just the first step, right? So um, I'm starting with the NFTs because I feel like it's such an integral part of the whole narrative, bro, and of the, the metaverse. There is no metaverse without NFTs, right? So let's say everyone knows about crypto, right? Yeah. But NFTs, the way it's going to be valuable is is is. You own it, you own an NFT and that is yours. In a centralized world, you didn't own anything. If you play World of Warcraft for 10 years and you had a million gold in your account, that was only good for Blizzard Entertainment or Activision, whoever makes it, right? Mm -hmm. If you create- that, that was fake internet points. Right, exactly. That was just like getting people addicted for the sake of getting them addicted, right? In, a, in the- in the metaverse world where NFTs and crypto are so intertwined, you know, and, and DeFi creates GameFi, um, mm -hmm. you will use these gaming mechanisms to earn NFTs, to unlock NFTs that you then own forever in perpetuity, right? And it is, it will unlock 
passive income for you, an active income for you. Imagine a world like, for example, for example, there's there, there's a game in development, Star Atlas, and in Star Atlas, okay. you will be able to choose whether you're a um, a contractor, a builder, a a soldier, a cab driver, you know, whatever, starship um, uh, pilot, whatever you want to call it, and all these things are NFTs. So let's say you want to have your um, if you want to cab people around, you need a ship for that. That ship that you're going to buy or earn is an NFT. That NFT then, you know what I mean? That NFT in the in that particular metaverse is the way to unlock your job. Because to do your job, you need that NFT. And it's going to create so much value. People are going to want your ship. People are going to pay you to buy that ship off of you. Um, it, it, you know, it'll have so many... I'm getting a little like in, into a rabbit hole here, so just interrupt me when I'm like, dude, you're you're losing me here. But um, the decentralized nature of this, the fact that you own the property of this, it's super powerful, bro. And it's hard like for me to like put it into words, the right words. But gaming will be like the next step, right? So first we had the profile pictures. Gaming is the next step. Next up, we'll see brands, right? So Nike is making shoes right with sneakers basketball sneakers blah 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 yeah nike within the next five years i'm guessing and based on my research looks like it nike's going to sell more nft shoes or like virtual shoes than actual sneakers or actual shoes you know what i mean and there and adidas is doing I the think same adidas, thing adidas recently yeah. collaborated with coinbase yeah 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 so adidas just announced their metaverse the adiverse as well so yeah it's, it's all happening bro so you're gonna be when we say metaverse like i just mentioned that whole like sci-fi star atlas uh, example you can like jump into the star atlas into the sci-fi kind of context or sci-fi setting and you'll be wearing like adidas or nike sneakers you know what i mean on your avatar that's an nft as well you know so you're kind of like merging two nfts there uh, all that stuff the more our day-to-day -day lives is transferring online, the more flexing and social status will happen there as well. So that will be like, you know how nowadays people are, oh, look at my Rolex, look at my Lamborghini. In the future, it'll be like, oh, look at this special skin that I have. Look at this, these shoes that I have on your character online, right? That's how crazy it's going to be. And I know that sounds absolutely insane, but it it yeah it will be it's going to be our jobs it, it, it will be super easy for people because it's happening right now bro like I, I have friends in nigeria i have friends in the philippines in indonesia that have replaced their regular jobs with gamefi right where DeFi and gaming come together you know what i mean so you have an nft that you use to play the game with and playing that game earns you more reward the better or the more rare that nft is the higher the financial incentives are, the more you make, bro. And then why, why are you going to spend working, you know, 60 hours at the hospital as a nurse if you can just make three times the money that you would make otherwise, right? Like it's, it's the fun. And I think you said it in the very beginning of the episode, the financial incentives, bro, are, are just too big and they're not going to be able to like, yeah, hold that hold that down for long.
dude this this explanation has brought out so many possibilities in my mind i'm running wild in my imagination so where where can we go with this absolutely anywhere <laughs> absolutely anywhere dude it's so you know i told about i uh, talked about the nft the the profile pictures is the first step right and the second step is gaming so yeah. and the third gaming is brands uh, the third step is brands right and and it's going to continue on right and 6529 he's like a, a, a crypto punk holder yeah yeah um, i know he's one of know. he's one of the biggest like he's he's like my like guru guru like my idol um he has these steps like really detailed out very clearly um and eventually you know as we progress you know in the tokenization and the nftization of the world you know we go from profile pictures to gaming to brands to entertainment and culture all the way to um offline assets which means like real estate will be tokenized right there's no more need to have um uh you know uh, you can just have a piece of a of land or a piece of a house because everything will be tokenized everything will be encoded into the blockchain you know because if at the end of the day what are laws that we now use for real estate and whatever and governance um they're pretty much just codified rules right but we could just easily transfer those into the blockchain and make it more fair make it more transparent make it more decentralized right and that will happen so as we as these as we move down that ladder or move up that ladder of the tokenization of the world and humanity we're going to see it all the way to offline assets like real estate and eventually the last step is governance and that is my kind of like utopia um obviously the old traditional system is going to oh my god they're going to cause so much hell and 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 get violent and and use coercion on all of us to push us towards their approved alternatives the centralized alternatives but i think centralized yeah and in the end of the day um we will prevail and i know that sounds very yeah i know that sounds very um um uh, i don't know what they call nationalistic almost or like romantic uh but revolutionary yeah revolutionary <laughs> but i mean i i think this is the only, i don't believe the nation state as currently construed will be able to like continue in its current form for much longer because of the failing financial system because the nation state is built on exactly that a centralized state right a centralized currency and it's not going to have that anymore because currencies regular currencies will do what they always have done throughout history and that is go to zero and yeah they're hot <laughs> and their their alternative bro will be and you see it now like india's doing it too they'll be moving to like um yeah centralized digital currencies you know that they're issuing but i mean that's a joke that's just a way for them to um yeah keep a check on you and keep 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 control over 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 the population but it's they're going to fail eventually man it's going to be shitty maybe for It a couple really years absurd. a centralized cryptocurrency dude like cryptocurrency was meant to be decentralized that was the entire incentive by satoshi nakamoto after the crash that it should be decentralized yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're bringing centralized cryptocurrencies exactly, and, and it's 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 oxymoron you know what i mean like it's 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 like a double negative almost or whatever yes. you call it it's it's 
it makes no sense. Like, oh, a centralized cryptocurrency? Wait, hold on. <laughs> and the fact that they can get away with it because the masses don't understand. Yes. You know what I mean? Is 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 so painful to watch. But I mean, it's gonna be like that. And the only thing that we can do, or like that I can do, that you can do, that we all can do, is to put our money where our mouth is and 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 invest in in Bitcoin and and in and in tech that is building that future, right? On yes. decentralized platforms. That's the only thing that we can do. Well, we can, we can, I mean, I try to do like, you know, in my own way, you know, non-conformity and uh, peaceful diso uh, disobedience and that kind of stuff. But I mean, um, I'm not very active in that, you know what I mean? Maybe one day if I get to like a hundred thousand followers, I'll start pushing more, but it's a dangerous world out there also. You know what I mean? Like if, because let's say if you know if i talk about these things on instagram the online like, and offline identities yeah, yeah exactly that's what i mean you know what i mean like it, yeah, yeah i'm yeah. on instagram i'm on twitter and like it's easy for them to like just get rid of me they already censored the shit out of you when you whenever you post something non absolutely non-conformist so it's hard when you when your money and your income and and your marketing kind of depends on those platforms. So, um, it's uh, yeah, but that that's kind of like where I think we're going, bro. And uh, all I can do is like spread the word and keep spreading the word, and, and without sounding like a nutcase. But I understand that to normies and to regular people, I am an absolute nutcase, and I'm totally cool with that. <laughs> This is literally the correct time to invest in the future, not even invest. It's like uh, helping the development of future by investing in the correct ecosystems that you believe will flourish in the future. Mm. Perfect. Exactly. And it doesn't even matter what kind of stake you're putting in. Just just be yeah. a part of something. Just be a part of the future that you believe in. Maybe you'll get rich with one single uh, yeah, airdrop. No, like it's just <laughs> it's impossible to predict also. You know what I mean? People come, People ask us questions and... They expect people that are into crypto to, to have all the answers, but like we, we don't know, right? Like we just don't know. We just come from a thesis, you know, like a hypothesis or a thesis, and we make decisions based on that, right? Knowing where the future is going to go, knowing where, yeah, like the decentralized trends are not going to stop. Once you put it into motion, it's impossible to stop. So. I don't, you know, we don't have a, what do you call it? Like, like a crystal ball? No. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, crystal ball. Okay. Yeah, a crystal ball. Yeah, yeah. We don't have a crystal ball to say, okay, at this point, you should invest in here and this and no. But <laughs> we do kind of know like where it's going to go. And I think it's just wise to um, operate that way. You know, the, my mentor in trading, he has a quote about this. It says, don't predict, react. Mm, right perfect so we know a rough Beautiful. direction of where we are heading you cannot predict the exact future you can react no. to the events that are happening to you and mm. this will make you more profitable than in relative to any other strategy that includes predictions exactly dude exactly because predictions are hypothesis right yeah 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 that's 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 very well said dude i like that a lot it's uh people 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 trade and invest with emotions and that's what they get. I, I I don't know about you, bro, but like, I, I think it's really funny. I, not funny. It's sad. Where in crypto, for some reason, people fall in love with their with their bags, with their token, 
and, and, and I get it, you know what I mean? Because it's yeah. different nowadays, you know what I mean? Now you get to be part of a Discord group or you follow that project on Twitter. And it's like, oh my God, like I've interacted with the community and now you feel kind of like romantically or emotionally involved <laughs> with that project. So you're going to make terrible decisions when it comes to like buying and selling. And it's like, dude, no, like Absolutely. take it out of it. Like stop being part of that, like emotional driven, emotional driven trader thing like it's it's not a good look it's not a it's not a good idea so that's i don't know like that's what i keep seeing and um i get it because i used I, i made those mistakes a couple of years ago but i think it's a terrible 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 strategy you learn so much about human psychology by observing or even being a part of this entire ecosystem so i'll tell you my example early this year i was you know emotionally attached to dogecoin i love that <laughs> coin and in may the crash my net worth uh, came oh, one third because i was bro. heavily invested i was like 80 90% in dogecoin i remember the day it was 8th may in india it was 9th yeah, may when yeah. elon yeah, musk came yeah, on I snl remember. and <laughs> dogecoin went from 0.7 to 0.2 oh Dude. my god i saw the world yeah, crashing man. that's why like i don't <laughs> i don't do that stuff bro like i can't I have to, and this is not about like this, like maximalist stuff or like, oh, only invest in Bitcoin and, and maybe Ethereum. No, it's not even about that. It's just, I don't, yeah, I don't go for these hype thingies. I just do the research. Are they building shit that I think that fits my thesis? You know, are they contributing to that? Yeah. If yes, then I'm going to put some money in it. If not, then I'm just going to not going to do it. I don't care if there's a billion people hyping it up, um, you know, because some celebrity talked about some random new dog, dog uh, project or dog <laughs> coin. I, yeah, like I, I'm not going to do it. I'm, I'm not, do I do I mean like no one should do it? No, absolutely. You, it's I think it's okay to have like 5% of your por- total net worth or your total portfolio, crypto portfolio, 5% to put into like absolute degen- degenerate coins. You know what I mean? Like that's, that's okay. But I mean, you know, like you just said it yourself. Like if you're, if you're in it too deep, like, oh man, like imagine, yeah. Imagine there's people out there that put up their whole house and whatever for sale and, and, and to go into these projects. And that's, that's just sad, bro. I see it every month. Yeah, 8th May 2021 was the date that I transitioned from a boy to a man. Hurts to say. Hey, there you go, man. <laughs> I like it. I love it. I mean, it's sad that you have to go through that, but uh, you're going you're to come out better for sure in the long run. Absolutely. In crypto space, emotional detachment is a superpower. It will make you a lot of money. Exactly. Exactly. Just that and doing the opposite of what everyone's doing. You know what I mean? So, um, <laughs> yeah, literally, I do the opposite of everyone, what everyone's doing. If, if, if everyone is like, oh, my God, I'm selling. Oh, shit. Look at the market. Let me know. Nope. That's buy time. You know, that's when I go in and I buy more. And if everyone's buying. More, yeah. Yeah. I just do the opposite of what retailers are doing. You know, not not smart money because, you know, like we can we can track smart money. We can see what the, inv- you know, the, the big investors are, are doing. I'd rather like stick to, you know, their actions rather than retailers on Twitter because retail money usually gets wrecked, right? And whatever they're doing, I do the opposite of that. You're aware of that 
you're aware of that uh, bitcoin fear and greed index yeah yeah exactly i was just going to get to that good point man <laughs> that's amazing that's a good that's a great way to trade when it goes below 15 yeah. that's buy time it goes above 75 yes, sell time <laughs> yeah every single time bro there's been exceptions obviously but it's yeah uh, it's uncanny how hot like how much you can rely on it you know what i mean like you know below 15 and above 75 like it's these are very good guidelines and very safe guidelines to actually absolutely okay so we've diverted a bit from the metaverse topics so are coming back yeah sorry dude <laughs> how accurate do you think is ready player one the way they showed metaverse evolving in the future i've seen ready player one i've read the book or uh, the novel ready player one to some extent i haven't really completed it i have a good idea of it so how accurate is that representation honestly i think it's uh because it's cool it'd be cool for me to say oh no it's like oh it's overhyped it's overblown it's exaggerated <laughs> blah 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 but i do unfortunately think the future will be somewhat dystopian like i see it every day like i see it happening like the way the governments are kicking and screaming just to hold on to their power and to get more and more centralized right you see it now and the way they're and we don't need to get political right now right but like you see yeah. the decisions and their rhetoric and their discourse is becoming that bro and i i see that dystopian future unfortunately because i think before we get to where we want to go with this metaverse the ideal the optimal version the true honest free version of it i think we're going to go through a lot of hmm, violence and yeah um political volatility we're going to go And through a lot of uh let's say censorship non net yeah. neutrality because internet yeah. is nowhere close to neutral we need decentralized platforms for this is there a good alternative for twitter on ethereum i think there was uh, read about it yeah bro i think um uh, what's it called uh, deso like uh Wait, let me google it really quick. I think it's Deso social media. Uh yeah. But these yeah, I do have an account there. I remember making it. Yeah, Deso Deso, however you call it. Uh that's that's the one I know. Uh and I think yeah, the world needs more of that, obviously. Uh because it's it's impossible to stay organized and to um make sure projects stay alive and we don't succumb to coercion and violence and and government tyranny if we don't have decentralized platforms now luckily um there's things like signal you know I mean like like yeah um, yeah that, you know like it's it's encrypted kind of um messaging platforms where you can commute yeah exactly so that that kind of stuff is important and we need that we need more of that on you know uh the, the social media the twitter equivalents the youtube equivalents but every, all of those are being built as we speak so i'm not too worried about that but uh, like you said man we're going to we're going to go in that direction and um the 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 company in ready player one what is it called ioi or something i'm not much sure anymore but like that's that's going to be there facebook google microsoft yeah. they're going to be that evil company where they have a thousand players um active um 
trying to get as many resources as possible and, and to make sure that not like some random person gets too much and blah, blah, blah. They're going to use their old strategies, their old techniques, the way they always have, right? Um, they can say whatever they want. They'll package it in a way that makes it sound like, oh, this is a real metaverse, but it's going to be bullshit, right? It's going to be based on old world principles, on, on inequality and on, on exploitation, like they have always done. There's literally not been one moment in history where it's never happened that way. So, um, and I then think the other stuff in, in Ready Player One, bro, like the haptic suits. Yes, the, the way to the, interact the, the with un- online and offline world. That right. was crazy. The Unreal. I can see that Unreal happening. Engine. Yeah, if you, if you look at like in-game, footage of like unreal engine nowadays bro it's it's i don't know if you've checked it out but like it's photo realistic and sure we need more computational power but that's not a problem we have companies out there doing exactly that right a company like render you know that, that i truly believe in a lot because i know they're building this thing um they're making it possible for people um to get rendering power so gpu power real time yeah. in the cloud right and it, it 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 removes the need for people in 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 developing nations uh to have this expensive you know nvidia uh graphics card or whatever right because obviously it's going to need a lot of gpu and cpu but if you can you know dematerialize that and put this thing in the cloud it's not going to be a problem it's just a matter of time but we're getting there Dude, AWS is gonna print a lot of money <laughs> because everything's gonna go on cloud and these guys are the biggest in the game. Yeah, but AWS unfortunately is still centralized. So what, yeah. what we do is we look at the AWS uh, competitors. You know what I mean? So um, things like Arweave, things like uh, Filecoin, um, they are, you know, and there's other, I'm, I'm forgetting a really big one, the main one. But it doesn't matter. There's there's decentralized equivalents of them uh, out there that are just that's you know again like coming from a thesis. It's like okay, I know what's needed to build that kind of world. Like who is doing stuff that is is actually building it right now. So um, and that's how I make decisions. And and I think it's a good idea for people to do the same. But uh, yeah, AWS man, like amazing what they were able to do in Web 2.0. But they will never be able to. Um, get rid of their databases and their servers and you know it's based on centralized principles you know what i mean it's like if they have an attack there or if they decide to push it if, if jeff uh mr bezos uh, turn, uh flips off the switch then you know all the companies built on aws are done with you know so we Absolutely. can't have that mm, that's for sure that's for sure also do you remember in ready player one uh i'm making i'm making a link here so remember those food items in Ready Player One that you had to buy with the in-game currency? Was it the currency of the VR world or was it the real world? Something yeah. like that. That the family of the yeah. dead person, they get to, uh, they'll buy something for the dead person in the in the yeah. metaverse. So that right. thing that they'll eat or drink, that will be NFT, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. So think of all the gaming mechanics, uh, mechanisms that we've seen in our favorite games, right? Um, I play, I, you know, like I refer, I always refer to like um, 
FIFA or NBA 2K or World of Warcraft because those are the games that I used to play when I was younger. Um, so in, in, in World of Warcraft, if you kill a big boss or whatever, it drops loot, right? And most games drop loot. They yeah. have loot. You can get an item. Uh, some of them are common. Then uh, others are uncommon. Then it's rare. And then it's legendary or something like or epic, you know, whatever the, the, the description yeah, yeah, is. The hierarchy. Um, yeah. Right, it's a hierarchy and in, 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 in rarity, and that will be exactly the same case. So, like in the movie in Ready Player One, you see like the whatever rings over, I forgot what it's called. Like, that's like a legendary item, right? Like, everyone would literally call mm -hmm. and like kill to have that, right? And it would be super competitive to get that. If you do get that, you have life changing wealth. Like, you, so I want, I want people to understand that. Like, these are the opportunities that present themselves now. Right, you can, let's say there's games being dropped right now, like Star Atlas, Cytus, uh, Cypher, Monkey Ball, all these like GameFi, NFT um, projects that will eventually branch out into the, the metaverse, the sandbox. These original items that are being dropped right now, 2020 and 2021, these worlds will continue to exist and people will similar to ready player one idealize those what do you call legacy items right like there's being like these rings the equivalent of those rings are being made right now in these new metaverses so it's important to be in early at this point because yeah if you get your hands on them now in 10 years from now like you'll be like the king or like the og that has insane amounts of wealth or you can just, Absolutely. if you don't have the, the money for it right now, you can, you can just go in, be active, start gathering those coins, like you said, um, create um, some sort of holding in there, you know what I mean? Like whether it's uh, earning some land, earning coins, whatever, that you can then use to upgrade, to transact, to whatever. So yes, gathering resources in whatever metaphors, whatever world is out there, every single one of them is going to have that mechanism and it's going to allow you to change pretty much your, your life trajectory, bro. Like I know it sounds very hyperbolic, but you just have to say it the way it is because that's the way gaming has always worked. And it's not going to be any different in a decentralized, uh, incentivized financially world. It's, 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 it's not going to be any different. It's going to be the exact same things. I hope that makes sense. I don't know. Oh, it does. It does. But there, it's it opens a lot of scope for interpretation. Any, anyone can think of it in any direction. And I think it's beautiful. Because this is how the ecosystem grow up, right? From imagination. Yeah. Also, a yeah. few days ago, Absolutely. I, I read a tweet about someone. I don't remember which metaverse ecosystem was it on. So a guy bought a gas station, a gas pump <laughs> in the metaverse. And he is printing like $2,000 every day. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Just man. by owning a gas station. Yeah, dude. It's, and he got uh, it for pretty cheap. Really? Oh, man. There's so many. There's so first many stories out there advantage. like that. Yeah, dude. It's first mover advantage. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's being, having a high risk tolerance, right? Yeah. Because like, you know, I don't want to, get people to just buy into things 
without doing research. You know what I mean? It could go to zero. Maybe we should even assume it, it you know, most of these plays are going to go to zero. That's probably the safest bet. Yeah. Uh, unless you see it has a lot of traction. And what I always tell people with metaverse things, with gaming thing, gaming projects, because I keep saying gaming now, and we keep talking about it in, in a gaming kind of context here. I understand, but there's a reason for it. It's because gaming will create the mainstream adoption for crypto and NFTs in, 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 in humanity, in the world, globally. You know what I mean? So understand why like we're, we keep talking about gaming, right? So, um, yeah, it's important to have that that experience with these games. So like if you want to, like, for example, get a piece of land, but you go into the game, whatever, because most metaverse, metaverse games will have land sales and stuff like that. You have to go in there. Don't buy it without going in there. Like go in there, check it out, spend some time in it and be like, are people active here? Does this work? Is this nice? Is this fun? Because if not, like, don't waste your money. Like, you're going to lose your money, right? Um, you have to see the product. Like, they have to have an alpha product or a beta product. Don't just, like, you see the next thing pop up on on on, on Twitter because some guy uh, mentioned it. So you go in, oh, my God, here's a piece of land, and you buy it. And then, you know, there's nothing there yet. Like, there's nothing developed. So I just want to tell people, like, yes, like, the gas station thing is real. Like it can happen if you have first mover advantage or let's say you, uh, you know that Nike just bought a piece of land, you know, in the, in Decentraland or in the sandbox, what you then could do is like, okay, we got market validation at this point. At that point you can say, yeah. maybe I get the, maybe I get the lot like next door or across the street from the Nike um, mm. land plot just to get traffic, just like the way real life real estate works right yeah yeah it's yeah. like you want exactly but you want market validation first what either through big players getting in one or two through like trying the product seeing if it works how does it feel does it work well blah 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 um so i think those are like two things to keep in mind just to like you know go a little deeper here on your gas station uh, story because it's very possible and i want people to be have a high risk tolerance you know because i think that's how money is made but also be very 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 careful for sure and coming to game i think uh fortnite this game this game can make a huge dent in the entire game ecosystem because fortnite to some extent is very close to what we imagine games to be in the future, the marketplace of the items of the game. Fortnite is doing pretty good in this. Also, Fortnite, agree, is, it has something to do with NFTs, I think. They're bringing in uh, some celebrities as characters, as skins, and people are NFTizing it. So, I think if there's yeah. a decentralized fork of Fortnite, I think it's gonna be epic. Yeah, And it exactly. happens to be created okay. by Epic Games. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean... There's a couple of things. There's a lot that you said there, and I love it because you're absolutely right, man. And they're uh, they're kind of they're kind of making it into like a metaverse, right? They're kind of making it like the, the the Fortnite universe, and where 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 yeah. these celebrities come in and they do performances in there, and like everyone yeah, they do concerts and announcements. Through, uh, right, right. So that's crazy, yeah. and that's that's exactly where we're going, right? That that that's the future we're gonna head towards. 
Um, games like that are being made for sure right now as we speak, but there is a big difference between like the crypto gaming studios and then there's a triple A gaming studios. And I've, I've been waiting to see how it unfolds because I could never imagine like an Activision or a Blizzard or a uh, EA Sports or whatever the big gaming companies to get into crypto or into blockchain gaming because it would make sense, of course. But the underlying principle of decentralization and the blockchain kind of defeats everything of the corporate structure. You know what I mean? So, like, what are all business philosophy? Right, everything and the way the stakeholders and like the, the the what do you call it the um the people that hold their stocks like what's going to yeah. happen with all that? Like, I, I don't I don't see. So I never thought it would happen. But then yesterday we had really 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 big news where Ubisoft, you know, from um, um, Assassin's Creed, you know, you know Assassin's Creed yeah. the game, right? And the Tom Clancy yeah, games. Yeah. They just said, hey, we're creating Quartz, and Quartz is pretty much a platform by Ubisoft built on the Tezos blockchain, where they're just going to create the new Tom Clancy game, which is huge. So I don't know how they're doing it. I'm really interested to see how Ubisoft will do it corporately, like, you know, in terms of business structure and philosophy, but it's massive, massive, massive news. And you just look at Tezos price. Since the announcement, it's yeah, like, exactly. <laughs> I was coming to this, so now it makes sense why XTZ was flanked yesterday. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. So we just have to keep an eye on it. Uh, I always assumed it would come. The best games wouldn't come from AAA uh, studios, from triple from the big main companies, because of the the issues that I mentioned. But now that I'm seeing this, I'm like, huh, right? That's why like it's always good to never be too deterministic about one idea that you have right you have to like this is the world that we're yeah. in with crypto and blockchain right like you have to be stay open-minded and be like oh okay this is how they're doing it great let's how, how can i like capitalize on this so i just thought that was super interesting it's, to see, man. it's moving so rapidly that you have to keep all your ideologies aside you have to react and you have to be open to all the different opportunities that are coming in front right. of you. Right. As you just said, initially you said about your journey that uh, it might come out as being opportunistic. But mm-hmm. in today's world, let's be real. If you want to be if you want to be rich, you need to be opportunistic. And the people oh. who say they are not opportunistic, they stick to morals and shit. They are virtue signaling. That's it. Yeah, man. If you exactly are rich, that. you have to be opportunistic. You have to be, bro. Like it's 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 you're going to get eaten or you're going to eat. Right, and I think it's as simple as that. Yeah. Like, I, I I don't know, man. Like I'm not. I've always been like Mr. Nice Guy, and I've always played too nice and too safe and too this. And mm-hmm. <laughs> we're not gonna get anywhere. I changed. I haven't changed. So like I had like my personal transformation a couple of years back now, where I started like really believing, really being positive, really just putting out massive amounts of energy and and and, and creating and and and. And yes, people around me will say, yeah, you're a little more direct now. You're a little more opportunistic now. You're a little more. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, okay, good. Look where it got me for 30, you know, because I'm 38, 39 now. Like for 36 years, guess what I was? Like 
I was at the bottom. You know what I mean? I was losing constantly. I was not getting anywhere. And guess what happened now? Like the past couple of years, things are falling into place. And like, it's, you have to be bro. Like, and I think other, other people will say, no, you know, you can be like the nicest person. I agree. You always be kind. You always come from a place of love. You always come from, you know, uh, a place of abundance. But at the end of the day, you have to have a, an edge. You have to like go into the market with some sort of like pragmatic, uh, uh, pragmatic opportunism, I think. Absolutely. Absolutely. Completely agreed. Okay. So yeah. coming back to metaverse, what mm. do you think will be the currency of metaverse? Hmm. Yeah, dude. Good question. There's a whole lot of things in there to unpack, but um, it, it goes back to the, the discussion that we had earlier about um, centralized currencies and, and, and governments wanting to offer yeah. a, um, a, a centralized a, a alternative, centralized national currency, blah, blah, blah. So I'm guessing if I had to guess, right, and this is just me, a random guy doing his research and then, you know, sharing his opinion here. Uh, all these companies, centralized companies and governments, they're going to have their metaverses and they're going to have um, maybe the US, uh, USDT as like the centralized government, uh, uh, the centralized currency, or they'll have like the meta token, you know, for Facebook or the Facebook token, yeah. whatever, right? In their versions. I think that would be impossible to to hold on to because I believe people, like I said earlier, people will come in, they'll see, oh, this is cool, but they'll notice that government is tracking their every move. Government is, yeah. is, 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 is selling their data, is, is, is restricting them from doing this and that based on their metaverse transactions, based on their metaverse business deals, based on their blah, blah, blah. So what would people naturally do? is going to the decentralized metaverses. We've talked about this, but the, the, the metaverse is going to need a decentralized stable coin, right? And yeah. if you ask me now in, what is it, December, 2021, what is it going to be? It's not going to be USDT. It's not going to be USDC. Sure. It's not going to be DAI or the, B, uh, the, the Binance or the BUSD. No, they're all centralized. It's not possible. The only one, that has centralization, decentralization at its very core built into it is an algorithmic stable coin by the, by Terra Luna. Luna, USD. UST. Yes. Yeah. And we're resonating very hard. <laughs> yeah, dude. If you, if you ask me now, it's, yeah, it's going to be UST, but I mean, who knows what else is going to come, but I believe in Luna, Terra Luna so much since like the beginning. And I can't believe how well it's done. I mean, I can't believe it, but it's over delivered. And looking at their vision and the talent in, you know, and, and the genius that Do Kwan is, the, the Luna, the Terra Luna CEO. Yeah, bro, I, I believe it's gonna be that because the metaverse needs it. Without it, it's gonna be really difficult. And I think um, it will be coming out on top, but you know, don't shoot me if I'm wrong. But if you ask me, which one is it? I think it's going to be UST. For sure. For sure. The mechanism is so great that the Luna token itself, it is going to oh. rise in value as the adoption increases because 
they have this checks and balances system right as the demand for ust increases luna gets burned into ust right. and when it decreases so ust gets converted to luna supply it's crazy i saw that video that was the animation of how they are doing this and it was amazing that made me hyper bullish on luna yeah bro same here so like i i I can't say enough about Luna and, and everything that's being done on there, man. All the projects being, you know, the new projects coming out on Luna, bro. It's, I just wish everyone would have, or still would understand that they should be invested in Luna. It's a blue chip project for years to come. It's, it's here to stay. So, <clears throat> but yeah, man, with the metaverse, things like taxation and, um, yeah geography and stuff like that they're all intertwined and and it, it's going to cause people to to flee to these stable coins that they can trust right and i think uh ust presents the best opportunity because and why do i say geography it's like geography geography won't mean anything in the, in the metaverse anymore in the future yes. right because why can governments tax us so much or or so accurately is because it's super easy in a centralized world to track where we did a deal, where we transacted, where we did, it's super easy for them. But once we, more and more of us, transfer our activities to the metaverse, there is no more national borders. It doesn't matter, right? So it's gonna be increasingly difficult to, to tax. And we're gonna have taxes, of course, right? Some sort of taxes, but we're gonna choose um, where we do it. And it's not gonna be using a CBDC, it's going to be done using like USTs because that keeps us anonymous. That keeps us decentralized yeah. and free and, and, and away from government theft, if you will. For sure. For sure. But uh, see, these stable coins, see, when we, when we say stable coins, we mean the coins that are pegged with a dollar. And uh, the way US is handling their dollar and the increasing chances of hyperinflation coming, I don't think that people will find dollar to be as stable as they do today. Maybe, maybe we'll start to see value in terms of Bitcoin or Satoshi's, Sats. Yeah, you think yeah, it's a possibility think... that the currency would be stable? See, when we say stable coins, it is pegged to USD. We can have stable coins that are pegged to BTC. Yeah, yeah, I, I, um... I think the world, like in, in 10 years from now, I don't think the world will be pegged, quote unquote, uh, to the US dollar anymore because you know what's happening with the US dollar. Um, people in 2020 that had, you yeah. know, a million dollars in their bank account in 2021 only had $800,000 in their bank account suddenly, right? Like it's a silent, yes. it's a silent thief. And because these guys printed... 37% of the entire circulation in yeah, one year. Yeah, one year. So, I mean, you know shit has hit the fan and um, it's impossible to have the whole world's uh, financial system pegged to a, 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 a coin that's pretty much a shit coin, right? If it was a crypto token, everyone would yeah. be <laughs> dumping uh, the US dollar within like an hour because it is absolutely, it has an unlimited supply. Like I've never invested in a coin with unlimited supply. So it doesn't make sense, bro. In a world that's becoming more and more tokenized, more and more blockchain uh, centric, it doesn't make sense to invest in a US dollar and people are gonna start seeing that as well. Even the dumbest 
most common average normies out there will start understanding that they're they're losing money. So yeah, bro, the US the peg will be against like a Satoshi or something, probably. Not it's never gonna be Bitcoin, obviously, but I think one sat to one cent or something, one sat to one dollar. Uh that that could be that could be that I if I had to predict something in 10 years, I think it'll be, uh, it'll be that. Mm-hmm. Could be indeed. Yeah, man. It, it, it makes sense, right? It, it... Yeah, it does. It does. Because, okay, of course, Bitcoin will, Bitcoin has to rise in value. It's basic scarcity principle. Since Bitcoin, yeah. Bitcoin's supply is limited. Additionally, it gets lost. When you're sending Bitcoin to a wrong address, your Bitcoin enters a null void to a point of no return. So Bitcoin are also getting lost. Also, all the OGs who had a lot of Bitcoins in their hardware mm-hmm. wallet in to the early 2010s, 2012, yeah, 13s, yeah, yeah. when they bought it for cheap, all those hardware wallets, they get lost. So yeah. a lot of Bitcoins, they don't even exist in circulation. And this will tend to increase. And so it's a basic principle. Bitcoin has to rise in value and we cannot valuate Bitcoin as a stable coin because it will be like uh, how much is this cold ring it's for 0.0000004 bitcoin okay that doesn't make sense of course it's going yeah, to satoshi yeah. yeah yeah exactly so i i believe so and, and and to your point um you know like i think they're they're estimating that there's you know out of the 21 million bitcoin there's only like 14 million really in circulation so i mean <laughs> if you put that number against the, the the number of millionaires in the world, that means there's not even enough for every millionaire to have one Bitcoin. That you know that, right? So I mean, you know from experience, like what that does to the price of of, of an asset. You know, I mean, all these guys are investing now. You see it, like it's it's on the on chain metrics are there. You see the big whales coming in rich people buying more holding more uh everyone of them is going to want one and they're not going to be able to even have one so yeah very bullish very very bullish okay so i have a question so cryptocurrencies they have miners not the children the miners who do mining (laughs) okay (laughs) so they have the miners who keep the network safe who authenticate transactions so these guys they keep the network running. What does Metaverse have? So, for example, what's minor, what Miner does for crypto, who does that same thing for Metaverse? Metaverse. Okay, wait, let me... Uh, I think, wait, first of all, like, Metaverses are built on blockchains, right? And so, the future will yeah. be multi-chain, right? We, we've been... For like the whole decade, people have been talking about like almost playing party politics, right? Like, oh my God, yeah, it's going to be Ethereum, uh, it's going to be Solana, it's going to be Bitcoin. Like, no, it's a lightning network on top of um, Bitcoin. No, it's going to be like, think of it like the internet is the internet, right? And you have different providers or even on a lower level, you have different routers in the world right even in a building that are interoperable so that the, the future of the metaverse will be yeah. interoperable and interchain right so um it could be you know that one was is going to be built on tezos the other one's going to be built on solana 
and so all of those have their own, you know, decentralized components to it that keep it secure, right? Uh, they have this many nodes or that many nodes. They have this many miners, blah, blah, blah. Uh, the, the underlying principles of each blockchain is different, obviously, right? Um, so that is there. It's just we'll be buying into the, 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 the idea that those individual chains are taking care of their uh, their security that way. They have their own respective ways. Now it's just a matter of time of like making them talk to each other. So I can use my, say, um, my Ubisoft blockchain NFT, uh, sort of built on Tezos, my Tezos NFT. Can I just grab that skin or that weapon and jump over to the Star Atlas uh, metaverse that's built on Solana, right? So it's about bridging, it's about interoperability. So watch out for companies that are building that mm. and invest in those as well. Again, we're coming from a thesis. That is part of our thesis and it's just a smart a smart yeah. thing to do. If that makes sense. I don't know if I address like- No, for sure. This was this was very enlightening because I had this doubt that, uh, okay, if, I, if I'm holding an NFT in one ecosystem, how do I transfer it to a different ecosystem? I know how to do bridging, but there can be some complications when there are metaverses built upon it. So yeah, just like you yeah. said, there are different providers, Absolutely. but they all enable you to interact mm -hmm. in the single internet. Internet is the ecosystem right. and there are different providers to enter that ecosystem. Right. So same goes for metaverse. That's it. There's the entire metaverse ecosystem and there are different blockchains which enable you to interact with the metaverse ecosystem, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That's uh, that's it, pretty much in a nutshell, dude. Wow. Okay, I I feel like a metaverse expert now. <laughs> <laughs> Good, dude. I I really don't actually. Like I I still like every day my mind gets blown. Just I can sit down, bro, and just for sit sit simple sit with myself for like thirty minutes and and think about oh man this could happen and 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 it's what we said earlier. Anything that yeah. you can think of you can try to recreate in a metaverse and that's the beauty of it, right? So it's about learning and, and expanding every day still, so. Okay, so now there's a question from our listeners. Mm. So there are a couple of questions. So the first question, it's a really philosophical question that I mentioned in the DM. Mm. <laughs> so yeah, metaverse is cool. It's There is convenience, there's comfort. But in the grand scheme of things, how is it benefiting the humankind, our entire species? Is is are we upgrading in some sense by switching to metaverse? Oh man, that's a difficult one. Good question, but it's difficult. Um, it depends, man. It depends. What is it? You know, it depends also on where you're coming from. I think if you're asking. A poor, very poor, let's say Eritrean or Ethiopian person. Like, hey man, like if you do this, you, you can be part of the world economy all of a sudden and you can yeah. not be hungry and you can actually, you know, have a full-time job as a, let's say, um, a space explorer. I know it sounds ridiculous, but it will happen. Trust me. Um, for a couple of hours a day, I think they will do
do that, right? Because uh, as the costs are suppressed, as these technologies become dematerialized and cheap, well, within a couple of years, and they have mass access to all these things, I think that will be a good thing for humanity in that regard, right? It, it democratizes the playing field. Everyone from Ethiopia to Bolivia to India to Indonesia to Belgium, we're all pretty much coming, we all have access to, to this, right? And that allows for a lot of opportunity for everyone to move up, right? To make the world a little more democratic, not their version of democracy, but actually democratic, right? Access to resources. Um, I think that's, that's a good thing, right? Um, there's obviously downfalls as well. There's obviously possible threats to it as well, right? If we, what if we don't spend time physically with each other anymore? Like what if we don't, what if we get addicted to, you know, VR sex or VR porn or whatever yes. the fuck, like it's, these are all issues that we have to be conscious about and be, be mature enough to, to assess and address because it could happen. And I think for a lot of people, it will be a problem. You're absolutely right. And like I said at the very beginning, like I'm not going to sit here and, uh, you know, be like a, a maximalist or a super bull. I'm also going to say like the, the, the skeptical or the cynical um, arguments, right? So those are, you know, the, the, our, our physical levels of, of our health, um, activity, um, um, community, like physical community. I feel like that's already kind of like been, been lost now before we enter Web 3.0 yeah. properly, right? The inhuman uh, relations we had, the interactions we had, it has already reached probably the all-time low, also accelerated yeah. by the lockdowns. And once we get yeah. into metaverse, I think this will be, it will be like social isolation on steroids. Yeah, but I mean, and now it gets into like kind of like tinfoil hat territory, but I'm, you know, I'm all about that um, because I do believe that in an effort to reshape the financial system, that the powers that be want that to happen. The powers that be are actually trying to divide us more. It's like, you know, divide and conquer at its finest, right? So they, they know that the more a population or humanity is connected to one another physically, the harder it is to push for certain yeah, changes in society because I think what we're going towards from their point of view is universal basic income. And that's very yeah. easy when everyone's just sitting at home. Um, mm -hmm. Accelerated, of course, by two years, three years of, of pandemic where people are suddenly digitalized a lot more um, and more used to just being locked down. So universal basic income is like, hey, you know, don't worry, we're just gonna print money here. You're gonna have like a thousand dollars or two thousand dollars a month. Um, just enjoy this and just do whatever you want. And uh, yeah, I think I'm very worried that the centralized forces in the world are gonna cause people to get a lot unhealthier and lonelier yes. 
and more isolated. But I think there's a, ve a very noble counterpart, a uh, very noble equivalent in the decentralized world, where, where we'll, they'll, they'll be focused on health, they'll be focused on mental health, they'll be uh, providing you with resources to like get together and you know actually meet up and blah blah blah. The same thing is happening on Twitter right now. I think you know I'm actually meeting up with my Twitter friends that I've never met. You know the same kind of like things are going to happen in the decentralized metaverse because we actually care. I think we are vested in in in, in each other and and we want that human connection still. I think those are the two forces that we're going to see at play in the, in the next decade or so. For sure, as we are moving more towards the online, uh, you know, means of life, the importance of communities, this will go up drastically. You need to be a part of a good community. This yes. community will be your, maybe the primary emotional support in coming times. Mm -hmm. Could be, you never know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, this was, uh, you just mentioned this point. It was my primary concern about the health of the people. The health of people is anyway degrading. It's 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 worse. And it's going to get much worse in coming times. All this degeneracy, refined sugars, fast food. Yeah. It's, it's, it yeah. will tend to get worse. It will. So, it will. Right now, people have insecurities, which might motivate people to get fit. Of course, if you t there's this fat acceptance shit as well. But if you ignore that, people are insecure about their, you know, if they are heavy, if they are fat. So there is an incentive for them to get fit. But in the metaverse where you can choose how you look, what does your avatar look like? Even what is your dick size? You can even change that. So there's no incentive for a, for a person to get fit in real life. And this will be a huge liability on the humankind. So imagine yeah, 10 generations from now where everyone is sitting in a pod. And they're operating their lives from there. It's a matrix in real life. It is, bro. And we have to, again, you have to be, be, be willing to, to, to address these things and say it how it is. Because let's be real, like normies are going to be normies. And, and people are going to be stuck in the matrix. Like the majority of, you know, probably your friends and my friends. I mean, because that's sadly how it is. Um, yeah. That's going to happen to them. And they're going to go undergo it all. And they're going to say, oh, well, that's just the way the world is. Because they're not going to be open-minded. They're not going to be willing to go against the norm. They will just conform. And that is absolutely, you're absolutely right, the danger of it. As long as these centralized forces are as powerful as they are. And the only way to counter that is by putting our money collectively into decentralized technologies bro and it's as simple as that because as long as media is centralized as long as pharma mm -hmm. is centralized as long as politics exists and governments is centralized this is what's going to happen and yes that's where we're heading we're heading towards the matrix we're heading towards you know people living in pods and, and, and just being isolated but you have to believe in the pure, in the good, in the democratic, decentralized um, counterparts. That otherwise, like, it's very, very grim. It's, oof, you don't wanna, no, man, like, it's, it's, I, I fully agree, it is scary, but you have to believe. Like, if you don't, I don't see what our alternative, it, it, it is decentralized or 
prison pretty much because it'll be it'll feel like a prison mm. it'll it's decentralized yes. or it's 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 isolation it's what it, you can't it's not you can't have both bro it's, it's one or the other for sure it's, it's for sure freedom freedom or centralization which one do you like you choose like as long as we continue empowering the forces of centralization where humanity is going to the shit like there's no ifs buts maybes it's it's 100 going to happen and that sounds very deterministic i know it sounds very hyperbolic i'm aware but i truly believe that um i've studied freaking unfortunately politics for too long i've studied revolutions for too long i've i've, I've you know that's what it comes down to bro and from my from my opinion you know from my opinion and, and, and coming where i'm from um i don't know i'm, I'm worried for sure <laughs> but i'm also very hopeful at the same time because, very optimistic uh, yeah because we are so early it's it's in a make or break state right now i mean it will be in this state for a long time as well look at it mm-hmm. in a different context so internet as a whole well like Okay, more specifically, internet during the lockdowns. So this was the make or break for a lot of people. You could have either two x your entire income. You could have, you know, self improved, made multiple streams of income. Could have become a superhuman, yeah. or <laughs> you could have just stayed where you were, watched web series, movies, just yeah. be there as you yeah. are. So, yeah. see, I have personally noticed this after the end of the lockdown. I mean. who knows when this shit is going to end but some people have evolved so much in a positive way and some people have gone in a rabbit hole in a yeah. downward spiral yeah and metaverse metaverse will be see the differentiating factor it was a bit broad in internet but on metaverse it will be like you make one step wrong and you are gone you make one step right you have to make multiple steps right but you will make it mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and the stakes mm-hmm. are different stakes are drastic in metaverse So I think it's all about your choice it's about all about your control and as we mentioned previously it's all about human psychology you can yeah, control we're... your emotions you can rule the world Absolutely but I mean who's going to do that who's going to tell people that It's not going to be on the news it's not going to be on our corrupt <laughs> ass like media it's not going to be It's it's never going to be on news <laughs> Nope so what we need is the mass adoption of decentralized platforms simple once that happens i think mainstream adoption will yeah it, it it'll change culture so how will metaverse impact the content creators it's a question by tane mandovra covid fit shout out to him as well we've had a great podcast with him so do listen that after this as well so yeah how will metaverse impact content creators Um good question. I think um I think the first step for content creators right now will be coming through uh NFTs, right? I think NFTs um allow content creators a lot more um freedom. They it gives them a lot more freedom and and maneuverability and um access to to resources because you can now create your twitter platform have 5000 10000 100000 followers and at that point you can say you know what 
I'm a content creator. I'm going to write a book, for example. I don't know. And every person that buys my book, you know, or my NFT, sorry, gets a percentage of those royalties that the book, you know, of the book sales, right? I think that's something that we're going to start seeing a lot more. Um, and, and let's say, for example, everyone uh, that bought your NFT as a creator gets, for example, I don't know, it could be a special item, right? Like that you can use in a metaverse. Like I don't think content creators themselves are going to create a whole game or a metaverse themselves. No, you and your community could be active uh, in a number of different universes, different metaverses, right? You could be like, hey guys, uh, if you're a writer, maybe you go into the, uh, maybe you're a sci-fi writer. It makes sense that you and your community that's bought your NFT eh? or your, 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 and then it's getting like book revenue from you. Maybe it makes sense that you as a sci-fi writer, take your community to Star Atlas, like the metaverse, and you all like meet up there you every single one of your buyers has a or your holders has a specific item you know or a skin that you provided them as nft holders uh, so you can kind of identify as a community and like stick together um, you don't have to um, go raise money as a creator you know what i mean you could just say like hey i have 150,000 followers right now i can um get people to uh just pay me 0.5 Solana that, you know, I'm creating 5,000 of them. Um, that boom, that just gave you a whole, you know, startup capital that you can use through the NFTs. And those NFTs will then be usable in, in, in any sort of, you know, metaverse play. Right. And we're, there's going to be a million different ways to think, you know, of, of, to use it. But I think, we, we, in the current framework of our minds right now, we can't even fathom, we can't even think or predict them. I don't know if that made sense at all. I think, yeah, that, <laughs> again, this has a lot of scope of interpretation, but I think this answers the question pretty well. Yeah, I, I, I was aware it's a uh, broad, but it's, it's, it's hard to get super specific, but I try to like break it down with that with an example of like, you know, the NFT. Yeah, it gives a good good perspective right the nft play is like the first step for creators and next step you know like gaming as a creator is uh yeah it's gonna be it's gonna be crazy but like for example like a twitch creator a twitch streamer like you know as a creator as well you know he could talk about a game uh, or a metaverse play or metaverse game and he could be streaming that and sharing that with his audience he could then create his own NFT and join his audience, his NFT holders in the, you know, in that game that he was just streaming. You know what I mean? And and and, and just mm. all, all all those guys could just as a community go 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 earn money together in that space. Um, they could form a guild, a clan, whatever. Man, it's impossible to predict, but the opportunity is going to be endless. For sure. For sure. Yeah, now this makes sense. Okay, so moving on. There are two tokens that I want you to shed some light on. First is Mana, Decentraland, and the second is Axie Infinity. 
So these coins are, they are pretty mainstream. Everyone's talking about them. So what exactly is their role in the metaverse? Um, oh man, you, it's hard to, it's hard to explain like within like a couple of seconds, but I think as, as, as Axie Infinity goes, they're kind of like the pioneer that's paving the way for all GameFi and yeah, GameFi future metaverse projects, right? They're paving the way because it has shown to the masses and to investors that creating a game that combines game, game mechanics plus DeFi equals winning, right? That's what they've made clear, Axie Infinity, right? Now, you have to understand, Axie Infinity's gameplay isn't even fun, right? <coughs> it's, it's not that great, bro. It's pretty freaking boring. I don't know if you've ever played it, but it just showed and unlocked the potential for people to invest in similar projects and games that combine gaming with DeFi. And so now you're seeing games that are actually fun, that are really, really cool. And the role that, it, that, the role that Axie also played was showing the world that you could quit your nine to five and make money full time with GameFi. It's, it's, that was the, the, uh, how do I call it? The, 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 the lightning, like the switch that, that kind of went off in people's heads collectively that, oh my God, like if I'm in the Philippines, why would I, I the example that I gave earlier, like why would you go work if you could just play Axie Infinity a couple hours a day without, you don't have to commute, you don't have to like listen to a, a shitty boss, you know, you could just do that, right? And that's what Axie did. And it's, it's laid the, 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 the path pretty much. It's paved the way. As far as Decentraland goes, it, it was like at the forefront of, of um, digital real estate. Yeah, Decentraland pretty much uh, the, 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 the virtual, a virtual platform where you can buy you know, parcels, parcels of land for those that aren't familiar. Mm -hmm. uh, I think it's about 20 or 30 square kilometers. Um, and every one, one of those pieces of land are NFTs, obviously. Uh, and you buy those NFTs using mana, uh, which you, mm -hmm. I think you said you had a, five, a 5X in mana. It's because yeah. more, more people are buying into Decentraland. Now, that being said, the, 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 the issue with it, it, I don't know if you've ever gone into Decentraland. I just think it's cool. I'm like, oh man, look at this. It's pretty cool. But there's not a lot of people in there. There's not a lot going on, right? It's not a lot of action at this point. It is a good investment, but we're, what I'm, so what I'm doing is I'm looking at competitors, other plays, existing or upcoming that have a lot of active users that are doing something similar, right? So like Sandbox, for example, right? It's like, how active is the community? How many active users do they have? Um, because I think that will, will take it to the next level. If Decentraland, Decentraland is going to be all right and it's going to do well, right? But um, 
it, if it has, let's say, a million active users, like, bro, it'll be game over. Like, th that coin is going to who knows where. But, yeah, <clears throat> I think, I don't know if I addressed some of these uh, things here, but uh, uh, that's where I'm at with those two. Okay, no, I had, I had zero idea. I'm... I look at this coin from the trading point of view. So yeah, it's good to know what are the fundamentals. So, okay. You, you're saying that Mana doesn't have a lot of active interest right now. So there are not a lot of participants in that ecosystem. So according to you, what are the best metaverse tokens that should be in everyone's portfolio? What are your top three tokens? Oh man, you talk about metaverse or regular coins I, 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 you cut out for a second okay let's go for three coins from metaverse and three general tokens oh okay okay um all right let's say metaverse Whoo! i'm gonna go with what hold on like, this is not financial advice I, i'm not even looking at charts oh, i'm not course. a chartist i'm not a technical guy um I look at the projects and what they're building and then I buy them and I don't look at them again until, you know, 2025 or something, right? I'm a I'm a holder. So, um, my favorite ones are, um, um, render is my, probably my favorite coin. Um, render is the one that is providing, uh, GPU power to, uh, GPU power on the cloud to users uh, that need to render like, you know, metaverse graphics, right? So mm -hmm. that's what render does. Um, then there is Arweave. Arweave is a very, very, very good project. It's like online storage, kind of like AWS, but decentralized. Um, okay. As for games, uh, like an actual game, like a metaverse play actually is Star Atlas. That game is not out yet, but they're dropping a mini game next week. I love Star Atlas. Like the quality is insane. It's it's, it's ridiculous. Um, I love, love, love um, Phantom Galaxies. It's something to check out, Phantom Galaxies. But now I've already given you four, but... Um, it's, uh, those are some, are my, my main, uh, main things that I'm looking at. The last one isn't out yet, but as soon as that comes out, I am buying a little bag of that. The three other ones I have uh, invested in already. Um, regular coins. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I have my favorite one, obviously, if that wasn't clear yet is Luna. Yeah, for sure. Let me see what the other, oh. Then I have, it's Mover, Moon River. It's um, a Polkadot um, chain. It's, um, okay. yeah, it's a really, 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 really great point. Uh, and the last one, I would, at this, I've just opened up my portfolio here. At this price, I don't want to give financial advice, but definitely Phantom, FTM. Like, FTM. Phantom is a killer. Um, has a lot, a lot, a lot of projects being built on it, a lot of upside potential and uh, tons of people staking their, their millions. For well, sure. And so, yeah. Before starting this podcast, I'll add a legal disclaimer <laughs> that none of yeah, this is financial advice. 
it's for entertainment purpose yeah exactly exactly it's uh for entertainment purposes only and uh edu- educational maybe a little and enter- en- you know just for shits and giggles really uh don't don't run to the bank and sell <laughs> sell the house or the kids <laughs> for sure okay so now we are heading towards the end of the podcast so the last thing that i want you to shed some light on it's on your community i've heard a lot about it i've read a lot of testimonials i've watched the video testimonials i think it's a banger so can can you tell us something about it what do you do in that community what are the perks everything thanks bro yeah i appreciate that um honestly um so it's it's a community called decrypting crypto and uh we recently launched it like 3 weeks ago or something i believe and um what we do is we try to address people's like concerns fears issues problems so newcomers that you know how it goes you get overwhelmed it's like oh my god this transaction like i don't know what i'm doing blah 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 we're giving you on demand access to like me and 50 sat like my buddy who i've partnered up with um we've provided a, a whole database or directory of articles to help you get started you know like from from the very basics like what is a blockchain to like how do i buy my first blah 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 to more advanced stuff about the metaverse um you know it's it's a ma- it's a matter of like upgrading people from really like rookie or like novice to advanced so you so you can set yourself up to win big in the metaverse right to get access to these gaming projects soon to mm-hmm. to understand how ideos work to to help you stake your money you know because that and that's what we do so yesterday we had our first live you know that's what we will be doing as well weekly live sessions where people send in questions and then we just address the questions uh in that hour uh yeah man uh it's it's pretty it's pretty cool we haven't even really started our marketing so pretty soon we'll start doing that and yeah like you said we hope it's a banger and uh, uh it should be good because the feedback that we're getting from our members right now uh in this test you know testing kind of stage is 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 very positive so i'm hoping it'll uh it'll do well it should well for anyone who has heard the podcast till this point they know that the metaverse space is expanding at an exponential rate it's very tough for a normie to you know catch up on all the projects so this is something that should be left on the experts and sasha is an expert in this and i I think you should join this community. After the end of the podcast I'll be joining this community as well. Do you accept cryptocurrencies? <laughs> um sure bro. Like we I mean I we, we'll figure something out. I haven't implemented it yet in the uh in the official uh Gumroad thing or the payment page, but um mm-hmm. I if that's the way to do it then uh well I I can set that up. That's not a problem. We we were talking about that just yesterday. I'll send you Ripple. I have tons of ripple. <laughs> There you go. Hey man, whatever works for you. <laughs> Absolutely. So, thank you for giving us your time, Sasha. This was most probably the most complete episode that we've ever had. We talked about human psychology, we talked about your story, it was about motivation, then controlling your emotions, all this information, finance, future, Jesus Christ. This was the most complete episode. So, thank you for giving us your time. No, dude, I really appreciate it. I really had a lot of fun. I know I went a little all over the place. That's just the way my 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 brain works. I'm not a very structured person per se. 
that's why I surround myself with very um, detail-oriented and, and, and structured people. Um, I hope it was somewhat entertaining, uh, informative, and uh, I really enjoyed our talk and really good job on the questions, man. Like you're, you're a pro at this, honestly. I, I, I get asked to do podcasts every once in a while and this was a lot of fun, one of the more fun ones that I've done. So, and thank you for the kind words also for the, for the, for the community and look forward to, to having you, bro. I mean, I can feel the vibe and you're a, you're a very genuine person. That's what I can say. I mean, Thanks, I'm not, bro. I'm not uh, exaggerating. I had a lovely time. So, thank Thanks, you. Bro. We should do this again. Oh, for sure, man. <laughs> Look, the space is expanding as we just said. We need to do multiple updates. <laughs> exactly. We'll keep each other posted. We'll we'll come back soon. For sure. So, thank you. Thanks, man.